But if you are here and you have WhatsApp, oh, WhatsApp and you are not on the, the church's page, please let me see your hand. Oh, WhatsApp. Now we are showing the page. So if you are, if you have WhatsApp, oh, WhatsApp, and you are not on the church's page, now we are showing the page. Please, after so service, come and see me. Your poor me, patcho me, who me? Come and see me. We will put you on it. Yeah, Robert, okay. so. Uh-huh. So it, you know, that that page, it's very important that you are on it because now, Papa is sharing a lot of things with us on that page. Papa, so if you are not on it, most of them you will not be able to get it. Alright. Alright. So today we are going to let you know. Uh, hey, nobody has answered my question. I said it's our month of words. I said if you hide, I'll give you the mic. So look at me. If you look at me too much, too, I'll give you the mic. Okay, so who knows? This is our month of words. You want to tell us? Okay, please give. Uh, let her help us. Our month of spiritual emphasis. Please put your hands together for me. So, when we say spiritual emphasis, what do we mean? Last week we were able to go through it a bit. And we realized that when we say emphasis, what it means is that you are giving special importance to something. Or you are giving you are putting value on something. So for example, whenever you face any any problem, whenever you face any challenge, you have two options. The Bible says in this world, we have what we call light and darkness. And light stands for God. And darkness is for the devil. In the same way, we have what we call flesh and spirit. The Bible describes it like this. When you live in the flesh, there are things that you do. And when you live in the spirit, there are things that you do. So in this month of spiritual emphasis, what we are saying is that when you are faced with any problem, when you encounter any challenge, whatever comes your way, you have the option to choose between flesh and the spirit. What a fleshy person would do, what somebody would do when he's in the flesh, is what we call the fleshy aspect. And what somebody would do when he's in the spirit, is what we call the spiritual aspect. So this month of spiritual emphasis, all that we are saying, is that let your attention, let your focus, let your value, be on spiritual things. Think always about the spiritual aspects of things. Don't put your eyes on physical things. And we cited an example in the Bible when we looked at the life of the man in Acts chapter 3. The guy who was at the beautiful gate. The Bible says that man had been there begging for arms, begging for what he would eat, begging for money, begging for help. That was what he had been doing all his life at that gate. But one day, the Bible says, Bible says when the disciples, Peter and John, when they were going into the temple, they, they saw that man sitting at the gate. So when they saw him, as usual of him, what he normally does, to beg of bread, to look for things in the physical, he went to them and he told them, please, give me something. Give me something. In other words, the guy's attention 
was on the physical things that he could from the disciples. He wanted help in the physical realm. He wanted physical help from the disciples. But the Bible says, when they got nearer to him, what they told him was that, look at us. They said, look at us. Look at us. And they said, silver and gold we do not have. But let me tell you something. In those days, whenever somebody is going to church, whenever somebody is going to worship, the person has money. The person has an offering. Because you don't go to the priest or you don't go to the church empty-handed. It is in the Bible. The Bible teaches that. Like the, the woman, the widow, she, said, he had, she had nothing. But when it was time for offering, so for the, the Bible says Bible he, he went with the little that he had. The little she had, she went to put it in the bowl. Which means that they, they don't go to church empty pockets. No matter what happens, they have something to give as an offering unto the Lord. So from, that, uh, from this little a, 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 a description. We can see it that it was not true. It was never true that Peter and John, Peter and John they didn't have money to no give to that money. Money. Hello? Hi. Are you here? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. It means that they were not empty pockets. They were having money on them. They had something in their pocket that they could have given to the guy to help him in his situation. But in the wisdom of God, the disciples discerned and they understood that what that man needed, the thing that that man really needed, he thought he needed money. He thought he needed help from man. But the disciples perceived that it wasn't money that he needed. They realized that he needed something more than money. And that thing was Jesus Christ. And that thing was the message. And that thing was the deliverer. What they were saying was that we don't have money to give you, but we are going to give you something that will turn your life around, something that will change your situation, something that will lift you up from that trouble in which you are, something that is going to give you perpetual enjoyment and freedom on this earth. And what did they do? They said, look at us. Look at us. Fix your eyes on us. Silver and gold. That money that you are looking for. We don't have some for you now. Because that is not what you need. That is not what you need. But in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Christ, Rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. Instead of giving him money. They gave him Jesus Christ. And from that day, the Bible says that man who had been sitting there all his life, now he got up and began to run. I see somebody getting up as you focus on the Lord and running out of your situation and running into your blessing in the name of Jesus. Somebody lift your right hand and say, Fire! Fire! So as long as you are able to lift your eyes so to out when you of saw, the physical situation, if you know, out of the trouble that you are if in, you are maybe, you are maybe you are sick, maybe you are always going to the hospital, maybe you are always going to the doctor, you are always drinking medicine, you have done all that you can in the physical realm. 
But you are not seeing any improvement. The Bible says, the woman with the issue of blood, he has spent all that she had on physicians, on doctors, trying to get something to cure her, her physical problem, her sickness, but to no avail. But the Bible says, one day, she was told that the Messiah was passing. And that day, he shifted her focus onto Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, he rose, she rose up and said, hey, where is the Messiah? Show me where the Messiah is. I want to get to the Messiah. The Bible says, people were obstructing her. People were preventing her. Even the disciples, they said, ha, you can't come here. You can't you cannot touch him. You are so dirty. You cannot touch him. You cannot touch him. But the Bible says she persisted. She went on. She pushed her way out until she was able to touch the hem of Jesus. The Bible said that very moment. That very moment. That issue of blood that she was having, it came to an end. That was the end of the problem. So today. If you will take your attention of all physical aspects, of all physical things that you have done and done and done, and gotten no help, and you will fix your eyes on Jesus Christ. I know just like the woman with the issue of blood, just like the man who was at the gate, your problem is going to be lifted and your life is going to change. I say your life is going to change. If you believe it, put your hands together and the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So in this man, all that we are saying is that we are putting our attention and our focus only on spiritual You know, today, before I was preparing to come, Papa shared something on the page. Let me see if I can find it. And he was talking about a man of God called Smith Wigglesworth. This man is one of God's generals. And he, he, he gave a, a very profound statement that Papa shared with us on the page. How many of us saw it? I won't, say, I won't ask you to quote it. So he, just give me a hand. So nobody saw it. No, apart from here and here. So nobody saw the quote. Mercy, Lord. Then it means I have to read it. Okay. Please, if are, are you on the page and you didn't see it? Oh, page not on the page. Page. Because it's very important. It's you need, if you are in this church, we need to put you on the page. Oh, so you do two page so that you can follow whatever happens so on the church. So please, if you are if you are not on it, kindly let us know after church. Please, it's very important so that we can put you on. Okay, so I'm going to read Smith Wigglesworth. He said, the reason that the world is not seeing Jesus is that Christian people are not filled with Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, in this month of spiritual emphasis, when I read that thing, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me. And there were some things that I was pondering and thinking over. And I said, these statements in our lives today is very true, my brother. You see what he said? That uh, uh, 
the reason why the world is not seeing Jesus is that the Christians of today we are not filled with Jesus Christ it is very true it is very true you know the first place in the Bible that the word Christian came out I think it's in uh, Acts 11.26 or so please if you can help us Acts 11.26 the book of Acts 11. That was where the Bible says the word Christian was used for the first time. Uh-huh, please let's read. He said, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. Amen. 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 That was the first time that the word Christian was, was mentioned. So I was asking myself, so why was that word mentioned? Why did they even know that there is something called Christian? What did they see that they were able to now say that these people were Christians? The Bible says, says, for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and they taught them. They taught them. They taught them. They taught them. And after the teaching, that was where the word Christian came out. So why were they now being called Christian? The people that Paul and Barnabas were teaching Barnabas they are the people that were amongst the people that were in the town of Antioch. In the town of Antioch, it's like Barnabas and Paul and Saul. Sorry, they went into that town and they did evangelism and they spoke the word of God to the people and now the people gave their lives to Christ so there were people that were in the same town there were people that were in the same village there were the people that were in the same vicinity so the Bible says after they, be, they came into uh, the, the church and they were taught they were educated on the word of God the Bible says when they went back now their own people the people that they were with before they gave their lives to Christ they were the people that saw them and said that ah, what is wrong with this guy what has happened to this person what has changed in the life of this person because now this guy the things that he used to do he does them no more the places that he used to go he doesn't go anymore what at all has happened to his life what at all has happened to this sister first she's always angry always insulting people always on the neck of people always not seeing anything good in people but what has happened to her now something is changing his life she's no longer doing the thing that she used to do I think that was where they even started that song things I used to do I do them no more the places I used to go I go there no more the things I used to say I say them no more there's been a great change since I met God oh we say great change since I met God great 
Today, this song is going to be your confession. Amen. Ah, I say it's going to be your confession. Amen. The people around you, Amen. if they have not seen, Amen. they are going to see a change in your life. Amen. 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 So when the people saw that, Amen. that now the things that the people, these people used to Amen. do, after joining the church, Amen. they have stopped. Amen. They are behaving another way. Amen. They are behaving specially. Amen. So what at all has happened? Amen. That was when they went back. Amen. And they went to study what was really happening. Amen. And they saw the people that the, 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 the were the, the people were under. That mm. is the teachers that the people were under. Mm. Which was Barnabas and Paul. Barnabas, and they got to know mm. that uh, this was how Jesus Christ was living. This was how Jesus Christ was walking. These are the things that Jesus Christ used to do. That is what these people are also doing. That was when the name Christian came about. Because they got to know that now the people were behaving like Christ. They saw that the people were now acting like Jesus Christ. So now the question is, you too, when we look at your life, after a while, the Bible says that throughout the year, they were always going to church. They were always being taught. They were being renewed in their mind by the help of the disciples through the word of God. So at a point, their lives changed. So I'm asking you, how many years have you been a Christian? Because these people, it was just for a year. And their life turned around. And now they were being called Christians. Now their lives were being lived like the way Christ lived. So now you and I, how long have we been, have we been Christians? How long have we been coming to church? How long have we been Christians? How long have we been coming to church? And what is the change that people are seeing? If people cannot look at your life and say that you are behaving like Christ, then it means that you are making Papa suffer and suffer and suffer without you being changed. It's not that he's not preaching. It's not that he's not giving you the word. But sometimes it's because maybe you have decided not to listen not to walk according to the word for your life to be changed so if you have been around for a year and over and there is no change in the things that you used to do that thing that you used to do if you are still doing it then it means that there is a problem so today all we are saying you know the bible says something it says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free sometimes it's not the 
demons that we are casting out of you that it's not the prayers we are praying over your life it's just a simple truth something small that you are supposed to know that is what will change your life that is what will turn your life around so this morning I want you to look into your heart the people, the friends that are around you are they seeing Jesus Christ in your life are they seeing any change in your life if not then it means you have to make sure that you now start changing. You know, most of times, Christians, most of Christians, we talk a lot, but no little action. Talk a lot. When it comes to the action, the Bible says, Bible says we shouldn't be just listeners of the word. The doers. But most of us, we talk a lot. As for me, I go to church. As for me, I pray. As for me, I preach the word. But when we come actually, or when we get close and to we you, come to look inside your life, we see that it is only talking you say, that you are talking. But the action is not there. So, Amen. 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 You know, when you read Acts, I think it's Acts okay. chapter 1, verse 1. The book of Acts chapter 1, verse 1. The Bible tells us something about Jesus Christ. The Bible says there were some things that Jesus Christ taught, and there were some things that Jesus Christ did. Uh, he said, In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus what? I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach. So there are two different things. One is the things that you teach and one is the thing that you do. So your actions, that is why I, I strongly believe that the people that were in Antioch that were able to tell that these people were behaving like Christ. They knew the things that Jesus Christ did. They knew the life of Jesus Christ. They knew how Jesus Christ lived his life. And not only by the things that he said. So if you say you are a Christian, it's not only about what you are saying. It's not only about what you are talking about. Whenever Papa asks, are you a worker? You say yes. But when we come close, what work are you actually doing? What work, what fruits has the work that you say you are doing bore? If there is no fruit to show, because you are just a talkative, and you are not doing it. The Bible says, Jesus Christ said, these people, they, they just draw to me with their lips, but their hearts is far away from me. With our mouth, we talk Oh, ask for me. Oh, media, me mwe jamai. I don't fornicate. Oh, media, me sum sum. I don't serve idols. Oh, media, me yesi. Oh, me am this. Oh, media, me yesi. Oh, me am that. But what are the things that you are doing? It is what you are doing that the people around you as are looking at. That is what they are watching to determine whether they will be Christians or not. So it is not only the talking. You see, sometimes a lot of people say, Go for me, say do what I say but don't do what I do. Have you heard that before? What that? If you what? have heard that before, that? Away. people say it. They say, oh, what I'm saying, 
is what you should do. As for what I'm doing, don't do. But the Bible says, Bible Jesus Christ, the things that he began to teach and to do, now, it means that Jesus Christ didn't only say, go and pray. You, you have to pray. Prayer is important. The Bible says, Bible says Jesus Christ always goes in yes. a, a great while before death. Jesus Christ will rise yes. and he will go to the mountain no, and so. go and pray. So as he was teaching us to be able to, to he was teaching us to pray. He himself he was praying. He was on the mountain. He was doing what he said. He was backing his speech with actions. As, as a salvation clinic member as a house fellowship leader as a, 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 an adino whoever you are whatever you are the things that you are telling the people under you to do are you doing the same thing are you also preaching to them by your action if your action is opposite to what you are saying then you are never a good Christian then it means your Christianity has a question there is a question mark on your Christianity if you are not doing what you say then it means there is something that we have to think about amen Amen. Oh, amen. Oh, amen. Are you being blessed? If you are being blessed, put your hands up for the Lord. Amen. So, as I'm saying, in the in the in the post, the, the post that Papa gave us uh, through Smith Wigglesworth, one of the things that he also said. Was, but before I come to that, you see, Papa said something. Papa One day, be, that we were in a meeting. Uh, I think it was uh, the, house, uh, the mission house people. Mission house and Papa made a statement. Papa can me, Please, I want you to write this statement down. Because it's very important. He said, if you are a Christian, if you have become a Christian, and the old things, the old things that used to put you off. The old things that used to make you do some of the bad things that you do. When you face those situations, you still behave as you used to behave. Then it means you are a child. You have not matured in the things of God. Hallelujah. Amen. If you used to be angry when people Come, uh, uh, people do something that, that you don't like. When you used to fight people, when people do the things you don't so like, and now you said you have become a Christian, and you have lived in the church under the, the, the tuition of our friend for, for a while. The Bible puts it in the in, in the Acts 11. That you have been here for at least a year. And that same old things. That same old things. That same old things. That used to put you off. That used to make you angry. That make you insult people. That life is still there. And whenever you face that situation, you still behave the same way. Then it means you are immature. Sure. It means that you are still a baby in Just the things of God. Yeah. It means oh, yeah, you yeah. have not been promoted Just in the things of God. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, so all that we are saying yeah, yeah, is that being our man 
of spiritual emphasis. We need to desire spiritual things. We need to make sure that our focus is on the things above and not things beneath. Amen. 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 Oh, are you being blessed? Put your hands together unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So I read again. He says on in the post that Papa put there. He says, uh, Christians are satisfied with attending meetings weekly. Reading the Bible occasionally. And praying sometimes. Which means that we are not deep in the things of God. What the man Smith Wigglesworth was saying that Papa shared with us. Oh, is that most Christians. The reason why that Christ is not seen in us is because we are not deep in the things of God. Let's read Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. Colossians 3, 16 says that we should make sure that the word of God is dwelling richly in us. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another. So, what the Bible is saying is that the word of God should be rich in us. It says it should be rich Okay, let me ask a question. If we say See, something is rich, please give me one microphone. Mr. microphone. Okay. So if we say yes, that maybe somebody is coming to drink tea. Let me use tea for example. And they say yes, the tea that the person tea is coming no to no drink is rich. Akwano obenum rich tea. Tea ni a rich pa. Yes, sir. What comes into your mind? What made the tea rich? Tell me, tea ni yampampama. Okay. Ma vaida. Ma vaida. Means the milk and everything has gone really into the tea, and the milo has gone in, and then the yeah. It has become praising. Amen. That is the way he said tea now. Then I have pink Yes, sir. Means tea. You are not careful. You can eat it like banku. Just say a pink. That means that the person's tea, I, I, it is rich. I, I, see, I see some people too. Say, they are going to buy meat pie. They are going to buy meat pie. They say, I want a rich one. Say, Obikasa, what comes into your mind? When someone says then that, what Obikasa comes into your mind? They say the meat pie is rich. And then about what, what comes into your if mind? You know it, you if you know it, I will give you the microphone. So, Obikasa, the meat pie that is going to be, it's rich. It's rich. What comes into your mind? Then about him. You say they want the rich pie. It means meat has gone in. And then you say it again. Meat has gone inside. And the cabbage and the carrot and those used to fill has gone in. And margarine has gone in. One month. She's a ketra. I understand. So, if they say meat pie, meat pie, I am richer. It's rich. The guy who comes to sell something here, my God, it's only air. 
That is in the pie. She That's not so in the pie. That is the poor meat pie. I don't know if meat pie. Meat that meat pie is not rich. Meat pie, here, no. But just as the uh, uh, she yes, was saying, now walk no. You can't say meat pie is richer. Say that meat pie is rich. A patch, it means when you break it, ubuma. Something is inside. free Something comes out of it. That is what qualifies the meat pie to be called rich. Any man catch a rich. Say a bad tea. If it comes to tea, now we tea. going to do tea. And it comes watery. It means it means it's just watery. But there are some things. If you are pouring it, when you force the bowl, it goes like bamku. It means that a Yes. That is what. It means it's fortified. Any account that the tea is rich. Hello. Hi. So now, now the question is for you. You too, as a Christian. The Bible is saying, let the word of God dwell richly in you. He says, let the word of God, the word of Christ, let it be found richly in you. So it means that you too. Also, when we check inside your life, yeah, sure, but, but, say, you to say meat pie now. open your, we you are like supposed a to see the word of God. We are supposed to see manifestations of the word of God. We are supposed to see things of the Bible inside you. Amen. 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 We are not supposed to see anger. We are not supposed to see fornication. We are not supposed to see anything that the Bible talks about. As the things of the flesh. Inside you, but we are supposed to see what the richness of the word of God. Like the word of God should come out of you. But do you know something? Do you know what makes us see whether the meat pie is rich or not? Hello, hi. If I give you a meat pie, please, where is my microphone? Please bring it. If I give you a meat pie, my meat pie is here. How can you be able to know that there is more meat or more vegetable in the pie? If you know, uh-huh. okay. Jesus is alive. The meat pie will be pumped. It will be pumped. Okay, so if it is pumped, me, I'm telling you that that man who came to sell something, it was fat. But when I opened the thing, only air came out. So, so the fact that the thing is fat, does it, does it really mean that because it is fat, it means something what will you do to see? The weight. Number one, the weight. Okay, and then what else? No, I'm, what I'm asking is, maybe the weight is there. How can I be able to see that there is meat and then uh, vegetables in it? Unless, oh. I break it? Unless I do what? I break it. Unless I do what? I Say it aloud. Unless I break it. Unless you break it. Yes. If the pie is not broken, you cannot be able to see what is in it. You see, what will show? That you are a Christian. So your Christian is when you are broken. And see, I think you didn't get that very well. One month, some. What will really show that you are a Christian? So your Christian. And the word of God is coming. Out of you. Is when you face problems. When the situation happens. When the situation is tough. When things are not going well. That is where you are being broken. That is where we will see whether the things that you have been saying are in church. It is really in your heart. The Bible says. Bible says. On the 
day that Jesus Christ was on the cross, the people were they were beating him. They were mocking him. They were spitting on him. But what did he say? What came out of him? Was a father. And he said, Rade, forgive them. Because they don't know what they are doing. Jesus Christ, yes, Christ on the night, on the, on the day Adana, that Adana, he was being broken, Adana, the day that you and I, Adana, we were causing him to suffer on the cross. He didn't curse us. He didn't curse us. Do you know that the Bible says Jesus Christ, Bible says yes. he, he, the, the angels were waiting for him to just just sniff and say, so, but I, I need help. And he said, yes. if he, he tells his father yes. to send him legions of angels, he will just send them within a twinkle of So it means that Jesus Christ had an option. He, he could have come out of that situation. But because you and I we were in his heart. Because he really loved us and wanted to die for us. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. So do you say you are a Christian and you say you are doing the work of God and you say you have given your life to Christ. When situations come, when you face hard times what comes out of you what comes out of you what comes out of you that is what will show whether the word of God is richly in you or you are just coming to church or you are just ticking the box if I don't go to church today Papa will talk if I don't go to church the Adinos will say why didn't today come but the word is not in you so, to know that when you come to church you are fulfilling scripture that the bible says we should not forsake the garden of the assembly that is why you are here so no matter what the, the insults that people are like, you know there are some people that they, they, they used to work for God but now some of them say they don't do it, they not do it anymore why are they because someone has talk, spoken about them. Or someone has spoken against them. Or someone has done something against them. Please listen. This thing that we are doing, this work of God that we are doing, the Bible calls it the work of God. Even Jesus Christ, when he came, he said, I came to do my master or my father's will. Even Jesus Christ didn't come to do what So it means that this work we are doing, it is God that has put us there. It is because of Jesus Christ. It is because of God that we are doing what we are doing. So if you allow situations, if you allow circumstances to take you out, my brother, my sister, you are not doing man, but you are rather making God sad. God is going to be disappointed and God is going to weep. You know, if you have asked someone to do something and you trust that that person will do it and then you go and you come back and the thing hasn't been done what do you usually do? You become frustrated, you become sad you become angry. Oh, 
Why did I say you should do this for me? You have not done it. It is the person that gave you the way. The person that assigned you. He's the one that is not going to be happy. It is not the, the it, that's what I'm saying. It is God that is going to not be unhappy about our actions. Not the people that are with us. The Bible says, Bible say, at the end, those who endure, it means that, if the Bible uses the word endure, endurance means that the thing is going to be hard. The thing is going to be difficult. People are going to insult you. People are going to hurt you physically. People are going to do things that you, you, you think when you think about it. It doesn't even make sense. For example, you are going to call somebody to church. The person will look at you and say, hey, You have nothing doing. And this early morning, you are disturbing me. Sometimes when you think about that, Physically, it doesn't make sense. But that is what people will do to us. Even this Jesus Christ that came from heaven with all the power and with all the might and with all the miracles. Look at what they did to him. They said he was operating with demons. He was operating by the spirit of Beelzebub. Did Jesus Christ give up? Did Jesus Christ say because of this thing that they said, I am not going to do the work again. I am leaving them. Remember, where Jesus Christ, where he was coming from, the Bible says, you know, all of us want to go to heaven. True or not true? True or not true? If you want to go to heaven, give me a word. Uh -huh. Why do you want to go to heaven? Because we, have, we are aware that in heaven, there is peace. There is no trouble. There, there is no darkness. There is enjoyment. Somebody says he's going to drive a car in heaven. Somebody says he's going to eat in heaven. Somebody, said, somebody even said, there's game in heaven. heaven. So he wants to go so that he went play game. All that I'm trying to say is that we know that in heaven there is peace. There is no like toil in heaven. So this tells us that Jesus Christ in heaven he was at peace. He didn't have trouble. Just like you and I. Before we decided to do the work of God. Before we decided to come to the, way, the house of God. Before we decided to give our lives to God. You can remember that you, it looks like you had peace. You were enjoying your life where you were. And nobody was troubling you. Nobody was worrying you. But the day you decided to serve God. The time you decided to give your life to Christ. You see that that is where people start saying things that are, are, when you think about it doesn't even make sense to you. Now that you have decided to work for God, that is when people are saying things that you don't even want to hear. That is the same thing that happened to Jesus Christ. When he decided to come and come and die for us and save us from our sins. That was when people started saying foolish things about him. That was when people started insulting him. That was when he was, he, they started beating him. But the question is, did Jesus Christ throw the ministry away? Did Jesus Christ give up on us? Did Jesus Christ say, I am going back 
the thing I won't do again. Me where I was. I was having peace. You people, you are just coming to disturb me. You are just coming to worry me. So take your wealth. I will not die for you. Again. Please, did Jesus Christ say that? Yes, Hello. Hello. Did Jesus say that? Yes, Did Jesus say that? Yes, So that is supposed to teach us. That it doesn't matter what people are saying about you. We should not drop the things that God has put in our hands. We should not stop the work that we are doing. We should not give up on the things that God has put in our hands. If you are happy about that, together for Amen. Amen. So all that we are saying. All that we want to draw our attention to is that when situation is breaking you up, is making, is, is opening you up, what are we going to see coming out of you? What are we going to see coming out of you? What are we going to hear you saying? Is it going to be an insult? Is it going to be I will do it again? Is it going to be I am fed up? Is it going to be the people are worrying me? Or you are going to say, Father, forgive me. Because these people that are doing this they don't even understand what they are doing. That is what Jesus Christ did. And that is what he is expecting us to do. You know, it wasn't only Jesus Christ that did that. How many of us remember Paul and Silas? Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas. The Bible says, Bible says one day these people they decided to do the work of God. They will go and preach. They will go and teach. But in the preaching and the teaching, the Bible says, Bible says the chief priests, the rulers, and the authorities that were there, they caught them and they beat them. The Bible says they beat them that they are stripes. Blood was coming out, out of them. They were beaten. And the marks of the king they had on them. Blood was even coming out. It didn't end there. They were all thrown to the dungeon. And after that, they were chained in the dungeon. But the Bible says, says, but the Bible says, in the midnight hour, at dawn, do you know that what you say? If you get hurt, it is at dawn, and you feel the pain. Some of us here, you play football. So, you, are, you have been injured before. My brother, on that field, when you are playing, somebody can hurt you. Sometimes they're stuck under the, the, the boots of people. It can scratch your, your feet. But you will not feel it. Until you play the ball. You will finish playing. And when you go home, after you've slept and it's done your leg before you go and see you you see that you're hurt that is how it looks like in Pepino most of the time when everything is cool that is where the body begins to react and then you feel the pain but the Bible says at that time when Paul and Silas the pain has become more the pain is now severe the Bible says 
They lifted up their voice and began to praise God and began to sing to the glory of God. In the time that they were in pain, they didn't say, God, why have you let this in? It is your work that we are Now look at how we are suffering. Look at how people are insulting us. Look at how our money is finished. Look at how we don't even have money to buy food. Look at how we are suffering. Look at how we are suffering. You will not do it again. You will not do it again. The Bible says they didn't do that. But in that moment, they lifted up their voice. May our say, what they are, my Why are you?
God has made you angry about me. Or I have left your work. That has made you unhappy with me. Say, Father, I apologize. Say, Father, I am sorry. Father, forgive me. Father, forgive me. Father, forgive me. I didn't know what I was doing. But now I know. Have mercy on me. And accept me back. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. In the name of Jesus, say Father, Father. Oh, I can't hear you. Say Father, Father, every sin, every sin that I might, that I might have committed, have committed against you, against you, knowingly, knowingly, or unknowingly, or knowingly, I apologize. I apologize. Let the blood of Jesus, let the blood of wash Jesus, me, wash me, and cleanse me, and cleanse me in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Call upon the blood. Call upon the blood. Sometimes you do something that you don't know that that thing that you are doing. Ah, is not happy with it this morning. Confess, confess, confess. Whether you did it, knowing it or unknowingly, may the blood of Jesus, 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 let it wipe it away. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, say, Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, if I have. If I have done any evil, done any evil. If I have done, if I have done any evil, any evil. If there be, if there be iniquity, iniquity in my heart, in my heart, that will hinder you, that will hinder you from remembering from me, remembering me, from remembering me, remember me this month, this month. Father, Father, have mercy, have mercy upon me, upon me, have mercy, have mercy upon me, upon me. In the name of Jesus, name of somebody Jesus. lift your voice, begin to pray that Lord, if I have done any evil. If there be any iniquity in my heart, forgive me, O Lord. Forgive me, O Lord. Anything that will prevent you from remembering me this matter. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Now the blood of Jesus has cleansed us. Now we are whole. Now we can enter boldly into the presence of God. Remember what our father said. This bar month, November, uh, uh, October, November, November. September, October, November, December. They are the man that the devil has prepared to take out a lot of people. But minus us in the name of Jesus. Minus us in the name of Jesus. So now we are going to pray. This one, it is hot prayers. 
you have to make sure you are clapping and praying. The Bible says, since the days of John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom has suffered violence. And it takes the violent person to take it by force. I want you to be violent this morning. Yes, Clap your hands and pray. And destroy every work of the devil against your life, yes, against your family, yes, in this month. Yes, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, Father. Father. Ah, I'm not feeling you well. Say, Father. Father. In the name of Jesus. 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 Every plan. Every plan of the wicked, of the wicked targeted, targeted against me, against me, and my family, and my family in this month, in this month, as I clap my hands, as I clap my hands, and I pray, and I pray, I command them, I command them to scatter, to scatter by fire, by fire, by fire, by fire, by fire, by fire. What are you waiting for? Fire, 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 Clap your hands and pray. Clap your hands and pray. Say, Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of let Jesus. the enemies let the enemy of my household, of my household. Let, them face let them face your judgment, your judgment. in this month, in, this month. In, the name of Jesus. in the name of Jesus. Listen, this prayer is very important. I want you to clap your hands and pray very well. Because sometimes, eh, you are not the cause of the problem. Somebody look at what... Uh, 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 the, 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 the man that was supposed to be be preaching in Nineveh, Nineveh uh, uh, Jonah, Jonah, look at what Jonah did to the Jonah people. Jonah the, the people were in their boat, no, 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 going no, there somewhere no, in no, peace. No, but Jonah, no, Jonah was running away from no, God no, and no, came no, into their boat. No, no, and because of Jonah, Jonah the ship was about to capsize. Because of Jonah is signed, you know, Jonah and the boat was about to capsize for all of so them to die. Eh, you are not a cause. Somebody can go and cause a problem and let it come and affect you. That is why this prayer is very important. You have to pray it 
Out of your heart. Out of your heart. Out of your heart. In the name of Jesus. We are going to pray. And say, Oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, whatsoever be the enemies of our household, what they have planned, minus us, in the name of Jesus, let your judgment come upon them. In the name of Jesus, whatever they have planned, whether they are witches, whether they are wizards, whatever they are, let your judgment come upon them. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says it is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and added no sorrow. It is not our hard work that fetch us the result. But it is the blessing of the Lord. So we are going to pray and say, Oh Lord, bless me and enlarge me. Let your blessing come upon my life so that I will not struggle. But I will receive favor in in yes, Lord. and favor before men. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Bless me indeed. 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 Enlarge my coast. My coast. My coast. This new man. This new man. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord. Bless me indeed. Bless me indeed. And enlarge my coast. Enlarge my coast. Enlarge my coast. Enlarge my coast. Enlarge the coast of my family. Enlarge the coast of my family. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As I clap my hands, as I clap my hands, and I pray, and I pray. The blessing of God. 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 Clap your Hello, 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 hello,
Jesus, put your hands together unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So please take your seat. Please take your seat. As you put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. God bless you for coming. And and, and our, our, our Father wants us to tell you that he can, he can see all of you. And he is happy that you are in church. He is happy that you are coming. Not because he is not here. But because you love God. So he's, all those of you that he is seeing. I know that he is preparing toffee. When he comes he will give you toffee. Amen. Amen. If you love the toffee put your hands together. Put the toffee now. Uh-huh. Amen. 